0: I've always called myself a genuinely lucky person. I don't really think it's luck. I think it's how I go about things. Every single time I have a big event coming up, or a big job interview, or what we dive into in this episode, I always do this exact thing, and somehow everything works out. Hello, welcome to Fresh Baked Bread. And this may not be a usual episode we cover here, um, because it's quite niche, the story is, I mean. But we don't really have a usual at this point, so um, we're just going with it, as always. Today I passed my full licence test while at home in New Zealand, and... Seeing as I am now wholly qualified to be giving advice on the topic, I thought I'd share some resources that I used to pass my test error-free, but also tell you a little bit about a concept called mental rehearsal. So do not worry if you're not in New Zealand and you're not going for your full license test. Please just use this as an example as to how I passed. Put that aspect on the back burner and focus on The main big juicy topic of this episode, which is mental rehearsal because trust me Just try it out and then tell me what you think Because it really is a game-changer to be honest Plus you're also gonna get a little bit of insight as to what it's like being in New Zealand and the driver's situation so I left New Zealand a while ago (laughs) with my restricted license and I didn't really drive at all while I've been away because you can't get a universal driver's license on a restricted license. However, when I moved to Australia, I could drive on my restricted under the P plates and I will say it is quite embarrassing driving around with some P plates on the back of your car. Um, Learner's plates too it's just uh I feel like there is a universal embarrassment and in the UK too like when it comes to driving around with the plates on your car because everybody just seems to be a little bit more dickish when you're driving please tell me I'm not alone here in, in noticing this but to our listeners who are taking their full license test, I'm going to give you pre-test advice and also run you briefly through what to expect on the day. And this will be short and sweet, but please listen up because the New Zealand driving system is long and it's very expensive if you fail. It costs about $110 for the full a couple hundred for the restricted and I can't even remember how much for my learners but it's not it's not the cheapest though in Germany it's even worse I'm pretty sure it was like over a couple thousand euros my friend Mia was telling me about it and I think she said she spent two thousand euros I really remember every single conversation we've had but this one minor detail is just a little bit fuzzy But it's still just like, dude, it's so expensive to do this minuscule, not minuscule at all, but very necessary aspect of life. I feel like you really do need to have a license and maybe a little bit of a hot take. But due to the cost of getting a license in New Zealand, I don't think many people do it and that is not very safe. So maybe as a society we could look into subsidising this a little bit more and I know this isn't just a New Zealand thing, but anyway, to those Kiwis out there who are trying to get their full licence, you are already on the right track to passing with flying colours by listening to this. And I promise you do have a decent shot of passing seeing as you do currently hold your restricted licence and you've been driving for at least 12 months at this point. For clarification, I passed my test today in November of 2023, and I did the hard work for you by gathering and reading the resources you'd otherwise have to find because I refused to do anything half-assed. Even though I didn't have much driving practice before taking my test, you know, we do what we can. And I thought, why not share the hard work that I've put into it? And it worked for me. So I want it to work for you too. Just please at least consider what I am sharing with you today, but I would really put my focus on the final last step because for everybody listening to this, it is the game changer. First off, in the show notes, you'll find videos that I would really recommend watching. These videos explain visually with examples more about the key difference within the practical driving test from the ones you have taken in the past. In the New Zealand full licence test, you have to be able to identify hazards while on the road. I know that this will be similar to other driving tests all around the world. Your instructor will ask you to identify hazards as you are driving and conducting manoeuvres. This may sound intimidating, and it is, but this is why you're here. The videos will help you understand how to respond to your instructor, but here I will briefly touch on what a hazard is within the test environment. A hazard is identified by the New Zealand Travel Agency or NZTA as anything that is moving or which might move and poses a clear and direct threat to you in carrying out the driving maneuver. I know right? What the fuck does that even mean? Just give me a second. Here are some examples of a hazard and what you should be looking out for while driving. You should always be looking out for these. While scanning ahead of you on the road, you should be able to identify things like children playing on the footpath. I really hope you cannot hear the car alarm that's going on outside, but if you can, I'm really sorry. Anyways, you should be able to identify things like children playing on the footpath, on the left or right hand side of the road, the position or movement of other cars, pedestrians either crossing, walking on the footpath or exiting a car... Another one is bicycles and motorbikes. So that the instructor can understand your awareness and understanding of these hazards, they ask you to identify and explain them verbally while driving. For example, when asked to identify a hazard, you can respond like, there's a pedestrian trying to cross the road up on my left. I'm monitoring them and making sure I'm aware of their movement. Or there is a car driving towards me on my right. I'm making sure to stay on the left-hand side of the road and keeping aware of their movement. For more examples, I highly suggest you watch the four-minute video I've linked in the show notes. All of the videos really help you to visualize this process. The next one I have is on the day of your test, you really should show up at least one hour before your test. And I would recommend driving to the testing station and the whole way there you should identify the hazards that you can see to help ease up your nerves. So practice the examples that I've said in real time. Practice the hazards as you see them and verbally explaining what they are and what you're doing about them. To touch on this further, I just want to remind you that you have been driving for at least a year at this point. You have had plenty of practice on the road and you know what you are doing by now. Your nerves are very valid because tests kind of suck in general but I would like to remind you that you do know what you were doing and you do have enough experience to go for your full. The instructors do not want you to fail. I know that there are some misconceptions that you only have a certain amount of people that you can pass and this is not just for New Zealand, this is for worldwide but that is a fallacy. That is false. It's not true. I asked myself actually, and I was like, is, is this true? I mean, maybe he's just not allowed to tell me, but I really don't think that there is like a certain passing amount. I know it could be like a money making scheme, but I don't think the driving authority really cares that much. They don't really need the money because there's always going to be a new wave of drivers coming in there's always going to be a demographic for them to make money off of because people are turning 16 every day people are turning 18 every day people are turning however old you are every day trying to get their license so I think that um, it's a wise tale personally the instructors are there to assess your ability to drive so the best thing that you can do is drive as you normally would on the road so that they can see how safe of a driver you are. If you try to act as you normally do, with the added identifying of hazards, you are far likelier to drive calmer and be alert. This will prevent you from making silly little mistakes. And you can try deep breathing or doing one of those huge sigh things that Andrew Huberman does, or he talks about. I call it the Huberman sigh, even though he always says, like, I didn't invent this. He may not have invented it, but he's the one who's kind of shared it with us all. It's the the somethingmatic sigh, something like that. Nomadic sigh? No, that's wrong. So I can't remember what it is exactly, the name. It's, it's like a psychological sigh or something. Andrew Huberman. The cool guy of science. I think he's really, really dope. But I think everyone's really dope generally. But he t- he's really spread it to the world. And so I am giving credit where credit is due to him. So, anyways, in this sigh, you take a longer exhale than inhale. So you take a big breath in, like um. I'm gonna, I'm sorry if you don't like the sound of breathing, but you go and then you sigh out. I'm sorry if that was tricking for your ears. Um, it may have been. And no matter how silly I sound and no matter how silly I must have just looked to the non-existent people around me or non-existent people. There may be people around me. I don't don't know. Maybe I just can't see them. Um, But yeah. You will look silly doing this. Who cares? You're calmer. And you're more alert. And you are safer. Doing whatever you're about to go into. If you're calmer. Which this psychological sigh is what we're calling it I guess. If you're calmer. Then you're going to be doing whatever you're about to go into. Whatever stressful event you're about to go into. You're going to be doing it more as you and if you're more as you you're more likely to do it successfully now back to my kiwis when you arrive at the testing station you will be asked to fill out the application form so please have your last license with you as you will need the number and they will they will also try to take your license from you at the end also a suggestion make sure you wear something nice because I forgot and they took a new photo of me and um, I was not prepared for it and I'm low-key shitty that they asked for a photo because um I did not look my best but my bad to be honest. After finishing the form you will likely have to wait in the waiting area depending on the time. Your instructor will come in and call your name to begin the test. Here I would recommend that instead of waiting and getting really nervous, I suggest that you mentally rehearse your driving. And to all of my people who have waited until the big final thing, here you go. Thank you for waiting. I promise it was worth your time. Now we're going to be talking about mental rehearsal. Let me explain for a minute, because this definitely made me pass my test without a doubt. It's like my secret for nailing shit. So please try it out and let me know how it goes. I found this article for you, which is also linked in the show notes, which defines mental rehearsal like this. The article is called Head Games. The use of mental rehearsal to improve performance. They define mental rehearsal as, in a nutshell, mental rehearsal, gosh, how many times can I say it, involved imagined mental practice of performing a task as opposed to actual practice. That is, when engaging in mental rehearsal, one imagines performing without actually having to do anything physically. And now we're going to jump back to the example very quickly. In this case of taking your test, you sit in your waiting seat and close your eyes. Relax, concentrate and focus. You take deep breaths and exhale slowly. As you exhale, imagine the stress is leaving your body. Start at your feet, feel all the stress leave your feet, then your legs, then your chest, all the way up to the top of your head. It will help to use the breathing exercise that I mentioned earlier. Once again, do not care what you look like, because most people are not that interested in what you're doing. They're sitting there at the VTNZ themselves pretty stressed out. But it doesn't really matter because you don't want to be stressed going into your test and this sigh situation really does help. Once you're relaxed, focus on the specific task at hand. Mentally tell yourself that you are confident and that you have the ability to perform this task successfully. Now, visualize yourself as an active participant, not as a passive observer, and this is Incredibly important. You don't want to be outside of the situation. You don't want to be in the audience watching yourself get the medal. You want to be up on the podium getting the medal put over your head. You want to be feeling the medal on your skin. I'm not saying met, metal with a T, it's the Kiwi accent. It's medal, medal, med with a D, okay? With a D. Thing is, just it is. So important, so, 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 so important to be an active participant in this mental rehearsal. Because you're not going to be outside of yourself watching the car drive. You're not going to be watching yourself drive the car. You're going to be driving the car yourself. So in order for this to work, you have to be yourself. You have to be physically doing what you want to be successful at. But just in your brain, if that makes sense. So... You're in your body when you're doing this. You're not watching yourself. Picture walking up to the car with the instructor and beginning driving while conducting everything you normally do. See yourself on the road and answer the questions we covered earlier. Practice yourself in your brain doing exactly everything right and being calm while doing so. And really feel this calm as though you're actually there. You're feeling calm confident and assured you're doing everything right keep going and imagine you're back at the VTNZ and are told you passed keep doing this until your name is called you want to successfully go around the roads picture yourself being successful in what you're doing and then keep going seeing yourself doing the loop until you're back at VTNZ and told that you passed and really feel that, yeah man, I did this. I just passed, how cool is that? And keep on doing this until your name is called. And here's where it gets exciting. I know this sounds really strange, but from my reading and deep dives into this shit, just trust me, it really works. And I will link some books that cover the science of this a little bit better, including one called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Spencer. I have this on paperback. I found it in the back of my car when I arrived back in New Zealand. I am so glad I did not give it away. I have it on Kindle. I have it in Audible. I have it on so many different platforms because it is just so good. He explains the science of your brain and how it really works, and how this mental rehearsal really works. It's life-changing. Because every single time that I do this, I feel so confident in the stressful thing or the new thing that I'm about to go into. For example, a big meeting, a promotion meeting. You're so stressed about it. You're worried. Am I going to say the right thing? I'm so nervous. This is just so new to me. I don't know what I'm doing. I've got all of my answers prepared out but I don't know if I'm gonna forget them or muck up my words when you mentally rehearse doing it you mentally rehearse yourself being in it your brain subconsciously thinks you've already done it because you literally have you've already done the exact thing, the exact stressful thing that you're about to go into with success you've done it right already And the amount of confidence that this practice gives me when I do it is so valuable. So, so valuable. Because I go into these new and stressful situations with an air of confidence about me. And look, touch wood. That was me knocking. Touch wood every single time. I have done this, I've gotten exactly what I want, or I've passed my test, or everything that I wanted to go smoothly has gone smoothly. And if it works for me, it will work for you, because I'm no different from you. Try it out, tell me what you think, and if you're about to go into your test, I love you, good luck, tell me how it goes, And email me your stories about mental rehearsal to the email linked in the show notes because I want to hear it. I want to hear what you have to say about this because I cannot be the only one that this works for. I really can't be. If you enjoyed this episode, please give Fresh Baked Bread a five-star rating or a rating of however you see fit because it really helps the podcast. It really does make a difference. This two seconds of your time can help me progress and bring on new exciting guests and really achieve my dreams with this show. So if you could do that for me I would freely be happy. <laughs> Let's say if you rate the show however you see fit I owe you a high five and maybe a treat. You can hold me to that. If you run into me in public I owe you a tray bake from whatever cafe you like i will see you next week have a wonderful wonderful day and seriously just try this whole thing out